All right, Krishna, everyone, this is Achuta Bhava from Nightlight Astrology. Today is Bhakti Wednesday, and so we're going to take a look at the eighth and final verse of the Sri Shikshastakam, which is a prayer that we've been unpacking over the course of a couple of months now. So I hope that you will take the time to listen to the other episodes in the series, but you certainly can listen to this as a standalone episode and still get a lot out of it. I am going to sing through the prayer once at the start, and then we're going to focus on the eighth and final verse of this prayer today. I will read the verse uh, twice through, and then uh, offer a few reflections on the uh, closing verse of this beautiful prayer. If you want to find any of the, um, if you want to find the words to this prayer in the translation, it is in the description of this video. You'll also find a link in the description to the um, version of the song that I'm singing, of the prayer that I'm singing. You'll find a, a, someone singing it a lot more nicely than me. So, <laughs> but here we go. <clears throat> One last time through the Sri Shikshastakam prayer. Cheto Darpanamarjanam Bhava Mahadavagni Nirvapanam Shreya Kairava Chandrika Vitaranam Vidyavadu Jeevanam Anandam Buddhivardanam Pratipadam Purnam Rita Svaranam Sarvatma Snapanam Param Vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtanam Nam Namakardi Bahuda Nija Sarva Shaktis Tatrarpitaniyamita Smarane Nakalaha Etadrasita Vakripa Bhagavan Mamapi Turdaivam Idrisam Ihajani Nanuragaha Trinada Pisa Nichena Tarora Pisa Hisnuna Amanina Manadena Kirtaniya Sadahari Nadanam Najanam Nasundarim Kavitam Vajagarisha Kamaye Mamajanmani Janmani Ishvare Bhavatan Bhaktira Haitukitvai Ayinanda Tanunja Kinkaram Patitam Mam Vishame Bhavam Buddha Kripayatava Pada Pankaja Shitaduli Sadrisam Vichintaya Nayanam Galadashudaraya Vadanam Gagadarudaya Gira Pulakir Nichitam Vapukada Tavana magrahane bavishiti Yigayatam nimishena Chakshusha pravishayatam Shunyayatam jagat sarvam Govinda virahe name Ashdishiva pararatam pinashtumam Adarshanam marmahatam karotuva Yatatatava virahato lampato Mat prananatas tu sa eva na paraha. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Haribo <clears throat> Oops So 
The final verse of the prayer, verse 8 of the Sri Shikshastakam. Let Krishna tightly embrace this maidservant who has fallen at his lotus feet, or let him trample me or break my heart by never being visible to me. He is a debauchee after all and can do whatever he likes, but he is still no other than the worshipable Lord of my heart. Let Krishna tightly embrace this maidservant who has fallen at his lotus feet, or let him trample me or break my heart by never being visible to me. He is a debauchee after all and can do whatever he likes, but he is still no other than the worshipable Lord of my heart. So remember in the Krishna Bhakti tradition, Lord Chaitanya is said to be an avatar of Krishna. So you have God in the form of a devotee of God praying to God as God. This is so beautiful if you let your heart reflect on it a little bit, that love of God, of the divine, love of love, uh, heart of heart, right? S soul of soul. Even God likes to pray. Even God wants to join into the sacred love that is at the core of what God is. That God is delighted to, to actually experience what it's like to be a devotee of God, to be someone who loves God, to get to experience what it's like to love God rather than just being some venerated being up in the sky, so to speak. Not that that's exactly what God is, but you, you know, it's a reminder that the divine is a participatory relational activity. It's not just Krishna, by the way, it's Krishna Radha. It's a, it is a dance between, you could say, creator and creation. Uh, Hindus, you know, at least bhaktas don't love to say that anything was created here necessarily, that it, that it's always sort of always been, but, um, by creation, we mean the 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 loving and intimate um, orchestration of all things, and that the the that reality is an ongoing experience of loving relationship, and that even God is excited to participate in it. That God is not separate or apart from it, and neither are we. So here is God saying as a devotee of God. Let Krishna tightly embrace this maidservant who's fallen at his lotus feet, or let him trample me or break my heart by never being visible to me. He's a debauchee after all and can do whatever he likes, but he's still no other than the worshipable Lord of my heart. Now he's, you know, this is kind of, this is um, like Rumi poetry. It's very, um, it's very, it's very personal. And he's saying like, like let, Krishna embrace me, this servant that's fallen at his feet, who's in love with him, or let him let him break my heart or trample on me and never be visible to me or never show up. I do not care. Whatever he decides to do, he can decide to do, but he is no other than my Lord, right? And this is the same, this is the spirit in which George Harrison wrote and sang that famous song, My Sweet Lord. If you've ever heard that song, it's inspired by these this prayer and by other bhakti texts he calls him a debauchee that's because krishna has lots of girlfriends <laughs> krishna you know as whether you think about krishna literally there's a lot of people who've asked me 
you know, about myth or literal. And, you know, um, I, I think that the stories of Krishna are real um, in more ways than one at the same time. I'll just say that. And um, Krishna is has many, many lovers, as many lovers as there are souls, beings, right? And so there's this there's this kind of divine spiritual tongue-in-cheek way of saying like well you know he he's got a lot of lovers <laughs> you know um but he's my lord and that that's that that sweet uh playful jealous uh, you know way of talking about god is not it's not a it's not a like a material designation like oh god's some unfaithful you know flirt who you know what i mean that's not what he's saying he's he's sort of in a in a poetic melancholic uh, adoring way he's saying god's got a million lovers you know god's got an infinite amount of lovers so maybe he'll just you know maybe he's busy with them <laughs> you know like maybe he'll show up and maybe he won't i don't care whatever he wants to do he's my lord you know just just an an, an amen you know so I love this prayer so much. Uh, it reminds me that um, it reminds me that at the heart, even even God wants this kind of impossible, beautiful, intimate love, um, and the longing, and the feeling of separation, and the 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 irresistible draw to the divine, even when it feels like it's not so close or it's far away is what characterizes the life of someone who's fallen in spiritual love. So I hope that you, through this series, fall more deeply in love with the spirit that lives within you, that is God, that is the divine. Um, and I hope that in this series, you have found renewed interest in communing with that presence, that divine source that lives in you, however you do. Um, I've been attending Quaker services lately. I'm reading a book that's really beautiful called Holy Silence, The Gift of Quaker Spirituality. Quakers like to get together and just sit quietly and commune with God in silence. In the Bhakti tradition, it's mantra meditation. I grew up in the Christian church. There was praise and worship services. There was communion. You know, there was so many different ways of communing with God, talking to God, listening to God, living a lifestyle of devotion to the divine is, for me, the best thing in the world. <laughs> so I hope that some flavor of that is, you know, catches on and, uh, and inspires you through listening to this series. Um, this is the only prayer that Lord Shaitanya was said to have written, and the only thing he was said to have written at all. And what a beautiful prayer it is. I think if we keep in mind that all of these verses are written from an incarnation of God, it can give us a very deep perspective on how beautiful every texture, all the texture and all the contours of our spiritual life and the intimate spaces of our spiritual life are. Um, it, you know, so I will leave it there. Um, hope you will listen back through this series. Uh, we'll be getting into some Q&A in the weeks ahead. You guys have been sending me some great questions. I've got a queue of some of them. So hopefully we'll be doing some Q&A episodes in the next coming couple of weeks. Um, in the meantime, if you are interested in something like mantra meditation, go back and check out the uh, video that I made in the Bhakti, um, 
the bhakti playlist called easy practices of surrender mantra meditation but you know to me spending a little time in quiet and just listening for that quiet voice of the divine that's a good way to go too however you do it i've uh I, I believe there are there are many paths that can help us uh, to make this connection that feeds us and gives us so much. So um, that's what I've got for today. I hope you guys are doing well, and I look forward to um, Bhakti Wednesday next week with a new Q&A episode. All right, that's what I've got for today. Hare Krishna, everyone.